0: Hello, this is David, back again. Another episode of Blood and Fire Radio Podcast. This is episode number 76. Uh, Alright, let's kick this off. I'm not going to dilly-dally too much. We're going to go and uh, start it off with a band from Sweden that I uh, really liked their first three records. And then uh, they had some lineup changes and uh, they kind of lost me for a couple of albums there. And uh, But now they've had even more lineup changes, and they're about to release uh, their sixth album, and I am really liking what I'm hearing so far. They've released a couple of singles off of the album, and um, it kind of picks up where those first three records left off, so I'm really pleased uh, to hear that. The band is Demonical, and... Um, Demonicle's been around since 2006. Um, it became a project of Martin Schulman, the bass player from Sentinex. Whenever Sentinex kind of stopped doing their thing, he started Demonicle, and I always liked Sentinex, so um, I gave Demonicle a spin and uh, and liked it very much. He actually kind of took the uh, last drummer for Sentinex before they had disbanded. Of course, now they're back again. Uh, was Ronnie Bergestahl, and he. Um, followed you know martin to demonicle and he drummed on the first three records and uh, and then he left to join grave and now everything's come full circle because he uh, got let go from grave about a year or two ago and he has since uh, rejoined demonicle so he's playing drums on this new album the album's called world domination it's coming out on october 23rd um, on agonia records and again, this is their sixth album. Uh, but yeah, after Ronnie left, and the singer had left, and one of the guitar players had left, and um, I just didn't really like the the singer that would replaced the first guy, and just the songs. They kind of changed their style a little bit, and it just didn't uh, it didn't really catch me all that much. But um, but yeah, the the style of this new stuff so far, the the two singles I've heard is very much like the first three albums, and uh, so yeah. The new singer is good. I think this album uh, is the first one with this current singer, and uh, his style is much more uh, akin to that of the first vocalist, so yes, I am back on the uh, Demonical bus, so to speak. So, So yeah, here we go. Starting off strong, off of the album World Domination. This is Demonical with My Kingdom Done. was Demonical from Sweden with My Kingdom Done. That's a really cool song, as is the other single that they released off of this. Um, it's good to hear Ronnie's drumming with them again. It just kind of added something special. I like Ronnie. I'm, I'm friends with Ronnie on Facebook, but I had to unfollow him because I'm afraid for for old Ronnie, because he uh, while he was a member of Grave, he kind of had this unexpected like health issue that they kept referencing that kept him out for a little while, and um, come to find out that he essentially, he had a heart attack and, uh, he posted pictures of himself like in the gurney, you know, unconscious pretty much. And, um, with the oxygen in the nose and that whole thing. And it was kind of, you know, scary to see, but I had to unfollow Ronnie because it seems like since he had the heart attack, he hasn't changed anything (laughs) about what he eats and stuff like that. Like, I don't know the guy that well, but he posts pictures of his food all the time and it's just constantly just sausage and, you know, stuff that's wrapped in bacon and smothered in cheese and everything. It just looks like another heart attack waiting to happen, so I kind of, uh, I'm afraid he's gonna pull a Nick Menza one of these days and just keel over on stage, Uh, you know, hopefully not, but, um, but yeah, I, I had to unfollow because it's kind of like watching, uh, watching a friend slowly slip away into uh into uh heart disease here but um anywho let's go to germany here this is a classic band and probably one of the bands that i have played um, the most on uh on this podcast over the course of 76 episodes i've probably played this band maybe six times uh, the band is sodom and um, not only are they a great thrash band but they're because they kind of have harsher-sounding vocals, they kind of bridged the gap between thrash and death metal as far as inspiring a lot of uh, death metal musicians and black metal musicians and such, because they were just kind of a grittier, dirtier thrash band. And um been around since 82, and uh, they have released 16 albums now, or they're about to release their 16th album. But um, this album has quite a bit of buzz uh, to go with it because they had let go their drummer and guitar player uh, of many years the guitar player at least had been there since maybe 90 99 I want to say and um the drummer was more recent but yeah that guitar player had been there for a long time and written some great records and um then just kind of out of the blue the last record albeit you know more melodic uh, it was called Decision Day. It was a really good record. It had some really memorable songs on it, but uh, yeah, out of nowhere they got fired. I think it was via text message as well, uh, through their group, you know, text uh, conversation that they had. He just, Tom, old Tom Angel Ripper told them that they were fired, which is kind of shitty to do it that way, but but yeah, so uh, they've got a new drummer. They have, they're a four-piece for the first time and maybe ever I don't even know if they've been a four piece prior to this but yeah they have two guitar players now and one of those guitar players is uh Frank Blackfire who was a member of the band in the 80s and uh, was on two of their um like classic albums including Agent Orange which uh, a lot of people considered to be their best so yeah the fact that he's back in the band has generated a lot of buzz and since he's come back they've done a couple of little EPs that have been just kind of, meh, you know, they've been kind of generic. And um, and now they've released the first single off of the album itself. The album's called Genesis 19. It's coming out on November 27th on Steam Hammer Records, and that is their 16th album overall. But yeah, it's, you know, this new single is pretty good. It's pretty memorable, but I'm a little confused because with the big selling point kind of being the fact that Frank Blackfire <laughs> Black Blackfire is um back in the band you'd think the guitars would kind of be the main focus uh of the mix and stuff like that but to me the guitars sound really buried and i get that they're going for a really like old school vibe with the production and the mix and stuff but um but yeah i'm just a little confused by the fact that the guitars are so in the background you know but um but I don't know it does kind of capture some old school feel and it's a pretty catchy song so I am definitely uh willing to give this new album a proper listen when it comes out so here we go off of Genesis 19 this is Sodom with Sodom and Gomorrah was Sodom with Sodom and Gomorrah they're kind of like Impaled Nazarene in the sense that Impaled Nazarene on every album seems to have at least one song about goats (laughs) and uh, Sodom has had at least just at least five songs throughout their catalog that that involves the word Sodom so it's just kind of weird they just have songs called Sodomized and Sodomy and Sodom and Gomorrah and you know so it's a little strange, but they uh, they do that pretty often. But I also uh, kind of stand corrected here because I have listened to this new single um, through computer speakers and through my little fancy JBL Bluetooth speaker and stuff like that. And that Bluetooth speaker gets really good sound, but even through those speakers it sounded like the guitars were just a little too buried, but I'm listening to it through my nice headphones as I record this and uh, it actually sounded a lot better through the headphones so I don't know maybe I'm just stupid maybe it just depends on what you're listening to uh, the song on but you know sounded better this time around anyways we're gonna jump to Iceland here this is a band that's been around since 2010 they've released uh, three albums and they're about to release the third I should say. I'm not gonna pronounce the album because it is in uh, Icelandic and I don't speak it (laughs) so There's just too many letters in in these words, but uh, I I think I can pronounce the song title fairly well, but I will not be pronouncing the album title, but the band is Auden, and that's A-U-D-N, and uh, they just kind of do a nice kind of atmospheric black metal, which is really kind of the the way things go over in Iceland, it seems. Uh, There's a handful of more straightforward, like, aggressive, uh, more, I don't know... uh, I don't want to use the word stereotypical because that sounds negative but uh, more orthodox, I guess Uh, black metal and then there's a lot of uh, kind of melodic ambient stuff like Solstafir and Katla and Continuum and bands like that there's a a pretty good trend of that style going on over there and and this band just kind of uh, is added to that list as well so uh, yeah, they're about to release their third album on October 30th through Season of Mist and this tune is quite good. I uh, saw it on my Spotify release radar. You know, they compile this little playlist of stuff that is freshly released. Uh, you know, they based on what you listen to, things that they think you might actually care about. So, this was on that list of uh, a newly released uh, single, and it was quite good. So, I'm definitely going to check out the uh, full album when it comes out here in a couple weeks. So. So off of uh, this album that I can't pronounce, this is Auden from Iceland with Rostirá. All right, that was Rostira by Auden from Iceland. Really good song, and uh, definitely kind of um, has baited me into uh, keeping an eye out for when this album comes out here in a couple weeks. But We're going to jump to Norway here. This band's been around since 94, and they've only released five records, and uh, I think that's because they're such a strange band that um, if they were to release an album every two years, let's say... There's only so many places they can take their sound and their style because they've changed so drastically from album to album that uh, eventually you'd kind of have to pull the plug on it or something, you know, because there's just nowhere else for it to go. But uh, they've really made a lot of waves for being pretty uh, innovative with their sound, and uh, that band is Guard, and... um, Of course, uh, you know, Fenris from Dark Throne played on the first album, and uh, they've changed drastically from album to album. Uh, I'm going to play something off of the third record, which is kind of, for me, their peak. Because the first albums were more on the black metal side, but they just weren't, they didn't stick as much with me as far as remembering songs and things like that. And then the later albums, the fourth and fifth albums, are so avant-garde and so outlandish that uh, I just can't get into it, but uh, they kind of struck a really, really exciting, interesting balance with this third album called 666 International, and now uh, that came out in June of 1999 on Moonfog, and um, they kind of incorporated some like industrial beats and just kind of weird riffing, but not too much so it still kind of has this extreme metal edge to it and uh really interesting vocals from Aldron. and um but yeah so now uh, if i remember right i think dotheim's guard is is active again they've kind of been on and off and on and off uh, for the last you know 15 years or so and uh but yeah now um if it caught nick the guitar player who's been there all along he has taken over um the lead vocal duties and I think there's essentially three new guys (laughs) I don't think he really has any other members that have been there for a long time that are in the band currently but uh, so it's pretty much just him and three new guys and uh, I think he's working on uh, album number six um, based on some interviews I've heard from him recently but yes uh, I'm playing something off of this third record because to me that's kind of the peak of of when they blended their styles the best and um, yeah it's a really interesting record if you haven't heard it I suggest you check it out this song kind of encompasses that album that the sound of that album the best uh, to me as far as the the blending of of black metal and these other more interesting um, styles so so here we go off of 666 international this is Durdheim's Guard with Sonar so, so, I I say Sonar Sonar whatever however you pronounce it Sonar Bliss
1: That might be recognized But that's focused on Give it in, upon sin it all women.
0: That was Doddheim's Guard with Sonar Bliss. Uh, I really think that's an awesome tune. (laughs) I think it blends that kind of industrial element into it um, really, really well. And I love the vocals on that whole record. But we're going to jump to the UK here out of Yorkshire. This is another one of my uh, favorite bands ever and the band is My Dying Bride and they pretty much have not had a misstep in their career nothing drastic at least there's of course stronger albums than others but uh, I really just love pretty much anything they touch and uh, they just released an album last year uh, The Ghost of Orion that got some rave reviews I found it to be a little on the boring side but um, some really good songs are on there for sure Uh, so it's not my favorite record but there's some really good tunes on it So, yeah, I guess they maybe had some leftover ideas uh, from that that they have since developed and and, uh, crafted into some new songs. So they are releasing uh, an EP. Kind of came as a surprise. I didn't know they were doing that at all, and then they just kind of threw this uh, single out there just randomly, (laughs) like last week. But, um, but yeah, they're coming out with an EP called Macabre Cabaret. It's going to have three songs on it. It's coming out on November 20th, and uh, it's coming out on Nuclear Blast. They have 14 full-length albums, so this comes after the 14th. So, um, but yeah, the last album was the first to feature the drummer uh, Jeff Singer, and I thought he fit in perfectly with his style. So I'm uh, excited to hear more stuff with him drumming on it. But uh, yeah, we haven't heard anything of the other two songs yet. Which I mean, why would we? If there's only three songs on the EP, if they release, you know, more than one single, then they've pretty much released the whole damn thing uh, at that point, so I imagine this will be the only single we hear until the actual EP drops on November 20th, so it's a good tune. Um, I do like it better than some of the stuff on the last full length, so. But it definitely just sounds like My Dying Bride. It's some good kind of gothy, you know, heavy doom. (laughs) What's not to love? so here we go off of the macabre cabaret EP this is my dying bride with a secret kiss Was my dying bride with a secret kiss i really like that song and it really just kind of displays this uh, mastery of uh, harmonics (laughs) pinch harmonics he uses them really well and controls them really well i have never been able to control what the hell i'm doing with pinch harmonics which is probably for the best when it comes to my own uh, material but whatever all right we're jumping back to Norway here this is another classic band but it's kind of the precursor to this classic band um, those of us familiar with uh, Immortal of course a very very well known Norwegian black metal band it's been around since 1990 and um, prior to that the members of uh, Immortal were a part of the death metal band Old Funeral and they were also a part of uh, their death metal band called Amputation so, um, a lot of people have checked out Old Funeral, because uh, Varg from Burzum uh, was a member at one point, so just for that fact alone, um, the fact that it was comprised of you know Varg and, and two guys from Immortal, um, that kind of drew a lot of attention, but uh, this band Amputation. It doesn't get as much attention, and, I mean, it doesn't deserve a ton of attention because, let's face it, it's just uh, some kids uh, playing some fairly shitty death metal recorded on cassettes with terrible artwork and just released uh, themselves independently by handing them out to people and stuff like that. So it's nothing groundbreaking or particularly good, but there is this kind of fascination with, um, and just this curiosity with wanting to hear you know the early demo days of some uh, some bands that kind of ended up getting big you know as time went by so um, this is a far cry from Immortals material that's for sure but uh, it is just kind of interesting to hear you know how they got their start musically so they released two demos uh, the second demo I do not like as much I think the production on it is horrendous and you can't make out much of anything but um, this first demo, while the production is still harsh, um, you can you can decipher more of what's happening. So I'm playing something off of their first demo called Achieve the Amputation. Uh has some of the goofiest, stupidest cover artwork you've ever seen. And it was released uh, independently on cassette, and I'm sure they just gave them out to people just kind of in the scene or at shows and things like that. But um, but yeah, it's just straightforward death metal, but it planted the seed for, for what was to come. So hopefully you guys will uh, get a kick out of this. So off of the Achieve the Amputation demo, this is Amputation with Plague of
1: Death. <laughs> All oh right. Let's go. let
0: was amputation from Norway with plague of death um it's not bad it's not bad i know what you're thinking if that's how the the good sounding demo sounds then what does the other one sound like it's pretty rough and it's out there it's on youtube um i can't remember what it's called either the second demo but uh yeah it's pretty it's pretty heinous but um but yeah it's not bad not at all and i think you know most uh, i forgot to mention um, Think which band was it? Well, I shouldn't say actually, because I'm not 100% sure. But it's either this one or an old funeral that uh, Demonaz actually did the vocals and not Abbott. I think this is Abbott though, with the amputation stuff. It might be the old funeral stuff that had uh, had Demonaz doing the vocals, but can't be sure of that. I should have made a note of it. But anywho, gonna jump to Sweden here this is a band that initially existed from 1990 to 95 and uh, then they reformed in 2014 and they're still uh, in existence now they only have one original member uh these days with this current lineup but uh the band is Woombath and um or wombat as i like to call them. but um but yeah they have four albums they only had one during that initial era and they've done three now since they've uh they've reformed but um I'm gonna play something off of their fourth album. And um it's called Choirs of the Fallen. And um it came out on March sixth through Soul Cellar Records. And they're just a they're just a Swedish death metal band. I really don't know what else to say. They're they're kind of uh, one of those bands that never quite stood out from the crowd just simply because there were so many other good Swedish death metal bands uh, from the early 90s there that they just kind of got lost in the mix, but um, they're certainly not bad, they just don't stand out as much as, you know, Entombed or Dismember and, and bands like that, um, or Grave and, you know, and etc., uh, etc., et but um, but they are good, it's just solid death metal, but um, I... I admit that I have not checked out their debut, which is the one that came out uh, in the early 90s. I've only heard their last two, actually, so um, but yeah, I should dive back in and and listen to the debut one of these days, but until then we'll just listen to this one. So, off of choirs of the fallen this is Womb Bath with Wings of Horror. That was Wombath from Sweden with Wings of Horror. Pretty solid death metal, and uh, we're just going to keep it in that vein here for the next one. We're going to go back to Germany. This is a fairly new band. They've been around since 2017. They're called Necro Vault, which is, a you know, it's not my favorite name in the world, but whatever. They're not trying to impress me. Um, But yeah, Young Band, they've put out a couple of uh, EPs. I don't know if they're considered demos. Uh, I've seen them listed as EPs, but there's a couple of EPs and uh, just put out their debut full length this year. Uh, The album is called Totenzug Festering Peregrination, which is a hard word to say. (laughs) They're using their SAT vocab words on me here, but um, that came out in March of this year on Van Records and they're another one that's just kind of um an interesting solid death metal band and uh i've just been hearing good things about them i took my sweet time checking out this album though um but yeah i had just seen it mentioned here and there and that it was good and um i just kind of slept on it for a while but i gave it a listen back in september and uh i really like it so um And Van Records does uh, tend to release pretty quality stuff um, based on what I've heard and seen, so uh, I had faith that it would be pretty good, and it was. (laughs) So here we go off of Totenzug Festering Peregrination. This is Necrovault with Psychomantium Luminous Flames. Was Necrovault from Germany with Psychomantium Luminous Flames? Um, I really like I really like the vocals. Um, I love that kind of uh, echoey, reverb-laden vocals. Uh, I like the lead guitar work, and I definitely like uh, sections like that whole closing section of that song where they're not they're not afraid to kind of get. Uh, Dissonant, you know borderline ambient you know with their uh, their guitar work like that and I think that's a really a a nice touch that kinda sets them apart um, from a lot of other bands that are kinda doing something similar but um it's a good record um it's a shame I slept on it for six months but um I'm glad I checked it out it is very good alright we're gonna jump to Brazil here this is a little bit of a of a nasty thrash band out of brazil they're called evil corpse they've been around since 2014 they did a demo uh in 2017 it took them a few years to kind of get off the ground in terms of uh, recordings uh but yeah they had the demo in 2017 and then they've just released their debut uh earlier this year on march 22nd and um yeah they're a, they're a really good thrash band that i i toyed with playing on the thrash episode you know a couple episodes ago but uh I already had so many things on the list that I wanted to play. I think I played like sixteen tunes uh on that episode. But um yeah, I just made sure to keep this one in my uh bag of, of reserves. So um I figured it's good enough to where I do want to play it on an episode. I'll just play it sometime in the future. So now is that time, so this is a little little dose of thrash uh, even though I did play Sodom earlier in the episode so of course that's thrashy but this is some kind of more even more traditional sounding thrash so off of their debut album called Apocalyptic Future this is Evil Corpse with Infectious Disaster <laughs> was evil corpse with infectious disaster they're a really good thrash band and um yeah i'm glad i finally was able to uh, to play them on the podcast because they deserve it that's a really good song i like the guitar tone as well because it's obviously got the fuzz and the crunch and stuff like that but it's not so much so that uh, it muddies up the sound they still have a pretty clean crisp uh distortion for their guitars i dig it but um all right we're going to jump back to norway here this, this is pretty much like a three-country uh, episode here. Everything's either Norway, Sweden, or Germany. Um, but yeah, we're going back to Norway here. This is a band that existed uh, first from 88 to 93, and then they reformed and existed from 99 to 2004. And then they disbanded again, and now they're on their third run from 2010 up until now. And I'm actually pretty excited about this current um, this current lineup. The band is Cadaver, and uh, for those of you who don't know, Cadaver is kind of the brainchild of uh, Anders Odin from uh, Satyricon, and he played uh, live guitar, second guitar for uh, for Celtic Frost um, in the 2000s here, and uh, he's just kind of been amongst the scene, the Norwegian scene for you know for all of it back in the 90s and stuff, and he's been the uh, live bass player on and off for Satyricon for. For years, Um, I say live, but he's actually contributed some guitars and some bass um, on different records, you know, throughout the 2000s here. Um, But yeah, he's been their permanent live bass player for the last, you know, maybe five years or so. But uh, he's actually been stricken with um, colon cancer, if I remember correctly. And he's had uh, all sorts of treatments and he had a surgery to remove it. Uh, just within the past year. So I think he's now doing the post-surgery, you know, um, chemo. I guess they put him on a couple rounds of it um, after the surgery just to make sure that everything's gone. And uh, But his prognosis is really good from what I understand. So he's uh, just kind of been recovering from that and trying to stay the hell away from people during all this uh, pandemic business. But um, before he was uh, stricken with the cancer, he had reformed Cadaver again, and this time he is actually doing the lead vocals. This is the first time that he's been doing the vocals. Uh, he's always just kind of been the guitar player and songwriter and stuff. But um, but he reformed it with Dirk Verburen on drums, which is awesome. Actually, I think it was Dirk that convinced him to get it going again in the first place, uh, which is awesome. But... Um, but yeah Dirk is from Belgium so he's not exactly uh you know just a Norwegian neighbor he's from Belgium and he lives in Los Angeles but yet uh he's the second member you know for Cadaver now but uh yeah they have been uh working hard on a new full length they, they did an EP um prior to this I wonder, was it last year or the year before I can't remember it might, it might have even just been a single I'm not sure but I did play that uh, on the podcast whenever it was new and, and had just come out. But um, now they've released a single off of this full length uh, that's coming out. It's going to be their first album since 2004. It's coming out on November 27th of this year. The album's called Edder and Bile, and it's coming out on Nuclear Blast. Um, in total, uh, this is their fourth record. They did two albums in the 90s, and then they did one record um, whenever they had reformed, and uh, they released it in 2004 and so now this is the fourth so it's been a very long career and um, and not a whole lot of recordings to uh, to show for it but they're kind of one of those uh, cult favorites you know one of those death metal bands that's been around since back in the day that people seem to really love even though they haven't, uh, haven't put out much material but um, the new stuff sounds great and Dirk's drumming sounds great and Anders actually sounds very good as a vocalist as well so um definitely interested in checking out this this album so off of the upcoming album edder and bile this is cadaver with morgue ritual Cadaver from Norway with Morgue Ritual. Um, Dirk's drumming just elevates their sound to a whole different level, which is not surprising. Anyone who's heard his drumming before knows that he's amazing. (laughs) So really looking forward to uh, hearing the rest of that album when it comes out. And again, that's coming out on November 27th. All right, we're going back to Germany here. This is a band that's been around since 2010, and um, I'm a little confused because I first heard of them because I was almost certain that it was a side project of the the main guy from uh, Lantloss, and Lantloss is a, a band that I enjoy very much. Uh, it was basically a one-man project that turned into a, a two-man project, and then turned into a full band. But um, but yeah, I could have swore this was a side project. But whenever I check the you know the personnel of this band and any former members and stuff like that. I don't see any mention of Lant Loss anywhere, so I'm confused that maybe this is just a band that that guy liked and he was just promoting, like, telling people to check it out. I'm not really sure, but um, either way, I did check them out, (laughs) and I liked them. It's essentially a Doom band. Uh, They use a lot of clean vocals, um, but it's pretty melodic. Um, It's just, to me, it's perfect background music which sounds insulting I guess cuz bands when they make music because they want you to f- pay attention to what's going on but honestly it is the perfect thing to put on one of their albums while you just kind of go about your business you know cleaning the house or whatever you're doing you know um but it's it's really good stuff I like it a lot they they do a lot of EPs they only have three albums, full length albums, but they've done four EPs and they pretty much do an EP like in between albums, which is kind of what Giant of the Mountain does. I mean we're we're finishing up an EP right now um, that has come about two years after the last full length. So once the EP's done, I'm sure we'll start working on the next full length. That's just kind of the pattern, but but yeah. I'm gonna play something off of the uh the most recent full length. The album's called Nights in Distortion, the band is called Owl, I don't know if I mentioned that, (laughs) probably should, but yeah, the album's called Nights in Distortion, and that came out in September of 2018 on Temple of Torturous Records, and um, yeah, they've kind of evolved their sound uh, to being, you know, just more melodic, um, from album to album, and they've really kind of hit their stride. They found their sound, and now they're just kind of building upon it and expanding, so, um... I'm gonna play my personal favorite off of this record. I'd say the second record is my favorite, but uh, I just kind of want to play something that's the most uh, off the most recent record, I guess, to give you an accurate representation of what they currently sound like. So, so here we go. Off of the album *Nights in Distortion*, this is Owl with *Madness Is the Glory of This Life*. <laughs> That was Owl from Germany, with Madness is the glory of this life. It's really just big, epic sounding stuff, and um, they just do a really good job in that, that vein. They've really mastered it now. Um, Alright, we're jumping back to Sweden for the last two songs here. So this band I've played once before, something off of their uh, their first album. Uh, the only reason I ever checked this band out was because I got curious one day about, uh, I wonder what the guys from the glory days of Dissection are currently doing, if they're playing in any other bands and such. And for the most part, they're not, but uh, this guy is actually still active and playing in a band. And that person is Johan Norman, and he played a uh, lead guitar on the uh, Storm of the Lights Bane record. And... Um, Since 2007, he has been playing in this band. I think he's actually the one that, like, formed this band. This band called Trident, and um, I played something off of the debut. I can't even remember what episode it was, but it definitely... It doesn't sound exactly like dissection, but it definitely has this kind of melodic Swedish black metal sound to it. Like, there's hints of dissection in there. Um, But there is just great guitar work, and um, it's just good stuff i mean it's that kind of black and death metal but there's that that hint of melody that he brings to the table that johan brings to the table but um but yeah it's good and i just happened to um come across the fact that they released i don't know what possessed me to check out like oh i wonder if they're still doing anything but they had literally just released their second album so my timing was uh was pretty impeccable but um they just released their second album called North on October 2nd of this year on Non Servium Records and it's actually their first album in 10 years because that first one was in 2010. Uh, so there's a long gap in between and some uh, minor lineup changes and such but uh, they're back with this second album and I checked it out because I was pretty excited to see that they had actually done something else. <laughs> so checked it out and it's really good it's not you know cracking my album with a year list or anything but I was uh, I was definitely pleased after I heard it I thought it was pretty good so I'm gonna play one of the standout tracks uh, from that record so here we go off of the brand new release called North this is Trident with Final War Okay, that was Trident from Sweden with Final War. It's really good stuff, and it's definitely more, like, brutal than the, than the dissection stuff was back in the day. Um, I will say that I like the vocals a lot, and I actually really like the production there a lot, because it's pretty in your face, but it's not such a wall of sound that you just can't really um, focus in on one particular instrument, you know. Because sometimes that wall of sound just gets to be so much that it's just, you can't really pinpoint specifics, you know, of what's going on with the bass or whatever. But, um, yeah, I like the production of that record a lot. Um, Okay, let's finish strong here. Thanks, everybody, for listening, as always. Thanks for telling other people about it. Uh, If you want to listen online, you can listen at bloodandfireradio.podbean.com. Or on the free Podbean app, which I highly recommend. Um, or the entire catalog of episodes is also on Spotify, so you can find it there and follow it. Um, and if you have any sort of suggestions or feedback or requests or anything like that, you can email me at bloodandfireradio at gmail.com. And of course, please find and like the Facebook page, because any sort of updates or news or anything about uh, about the podcast is going to be posted there. I want to thank all the new uh followers I did actually have uh, I know I made a comment with the last episode that pretty soon I'm going to have released uh, you know more episodes than I have uh, Facebook uh followers but uh, but yeah I think I I got like 17 new followers uh in the past week so thank you to everybody who's recently uh jumped on board there so But yes uh I should be perfectly on track um to another episode in two weeks um, I do have some Krigsgrove drum tracking coming up in early November so I am uh, pretty much devoting all of my free time into uh, listening to and practicing the new material so if there's any sort of a delay it's pretty much going to be because of uh, drum tracking and stuff like that but I will of course post about it on the Facebook page and let everybody know if there's any sort of delays or uh, or anything going on there so let's finish strong we're gonna stay in Sweden here this is a one-man band that's been around since 2012 and um, this guy has released too many things to count normally I'll tell you like oh uh, this is off of the fourth album out of seven or you know whatever I'll tell you kind of how many full lengths they have I can't I, I just did not want to take the time to count all this up because he's released singles seemingly every week he just has written a new song recorded it and puts it on his band camp for sale or he'll release uh, like hey guys I wrote a three-song EP this month and here it is you know so in any given year he'll release six things you know it's nuts and um, so yeah it's it's hard to keep up with but I do follow him so anything he releases I always give it a listen and it's all good I mean it's <laughs> that's the thing he throws this crap together so quickly And yet it's always good. The production is usually trash and it's weird because every release seems to vary pretty wildly with how it sounds compared to other releases and I'm like surely he's not changing his rig that often or changing his recording location that often. But they all sound just kind of different. I don't know. I don't know what he's doing but some albums sound a lot better than others. It's just kind of weird. But uh, I'm going to play something off of uh, an album called Forest Sky that he released in January of last year. Um, he releases it all independently, uh, and it's all digital. He uh, he doesn't print CDs or records or things like that. He just writes an album, records it. He still comes up with cover art and stuff like that, but then he just throws it on his Bandcamp page and and says, Here you go. It's for sale. So, um, But yeah... Of his more recent stuff, um, this is probably one of my one of my favorite full lengths he's done out of the probably you know five he's done in the last uh, two years. But um, yeah, this one has great songs and a more palatable production than some of the others. So uh, this song was a standout for me. Uh, I listened to this album a lot and I really like this tune. So I really like what this guy's doing. I admire him, but. Um, All right, uh, let's finish this up. Thanks again for listening, everybody, and I will see you in two weeks. So off of the album Forest Sky, this is *Hermóder* with Echoes in the Woods. Cheers.